So you're showing up consistently and giving value like you've been told that you're supposed to do, yet you're still not signing clients from your content. I know how frustrating it can be when you are kind of feeling stuck in this place, and that's why I want to help you today to make some tweaks and shifts to the way that you are delivering content so that you can land clients from your amazing content. And those pieces of content that you are pouring your heart and soul into will lead to women raising their hand, booking calls with you, jumping into your DMs, starting conversations, asking more questions. Um, So the goal with this episode today is that I'm going to walk you through five of the really big common mistakes that I see women make in their content that is creating this block, right? And so I'm going to walk you through these five things and help you identify those things for you that stand out so that you can have some tangible action steps. And so what I'm going to encourage you to do is get a pen and paper or pull up your notes app, however you prefer to take notes, so that you can write down the things that I'm sharing today, the ones that jump out to you as, ooh, I need to work on this. This is something that I can shift and fix because then you're going to have customized action steps, right? Because you might not be making all of these five mistakes, but there's going to be at least one of these things that jump out at you and you know that this is where you need to work on and then you can make that shift and then you can start seeing more momentum. So let's jump in because this is going to be really good. Welcome to Wildly Aligned Marketing. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Blenkush. I built my business back in the beginning of 2018 and very quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. I'm on a mission to help you own your voice and consistently find and attract the right clients online so you can grow a wildly successful business doing what you love. All right, friend, grab your coffee and notebook and let's dive into today's episode. All right. So like I shared with you guys, I completely understand what it's like to be in this place because this is something that I really learned through trial and error and made a lot of these mistakes myself. Um, So let's just jump right into number one. And I'm going to share some kind of tangible examples for you as well so that you can really understand how this might be showing up in your content. So mistake number one is avoiding your area of expertise. Oh my gosh, you guys. I think about my first year in business and kind of into the second year as well when I started really showing up consistently. I was doing live videos. I was showing a lot in showing up a lot in my Facebook group. But you know what I wasn't doing? I wasn't talking about what I was actually doing, like my area of expertise, which at that time was brand design and brand strategy. And I can remember this was a time for me as well where I was really growing in my faith. And so I did a lot of sharing inspirational messages and here's what I feel like God is showing me and here's what you can learn from that. And of course, this was all wonderful stuff, but... The, the problem was that I wasn't actually talking about what it is that I was doing. So I wasn't showing up and talking to them about the importance of their branding and some shifts that they could make in their brand strategy or sharing um, tips or anything like that. I was really kind of dancing around it. And so in my mind, it was like, okay, I'm showing up, I'm doing the thing, I'm checking off the box of 
doing the live video, having the Facebook group, showing up for my people um, with this key thing missing, right? This key element of, I wasn't talking about the thing. And so I want you to think about if this sounds like you right now, I want you to think about based on the content that you've been creating and putting out lately, is it clear what you do? Like, just really look at it objectively, right? And think about, okay, this is a new person. They have zero context as to what it is that I do. And yes, my Facebook group might be named something or my Instagram might have my title. However, solely based on my content, is it clear what I do? Like, am I talking about the stuff that is actually within my zone of genius and, you know, delivering value that's going to directly help them solve this problem that I helped them solve? If not, therein lies a big problem, right? Um, and so that is something that you can shift, right? A- avoiding this, um, talking about your area of expertise, the way to fix this mistake is by talking about it, right? Talking about the stuff that lights you up that comes so naturally to you and just owning your voice, sharing your expertise. I I know that you're never going to feel like you're totally ready to do it and it's always going to feel clunky and awkward when you start, but you have to start. There's no way to get through some of that awkwardness around st- starting other than just getting through it, right? Getting to the other side. So that is number one is avoiding your area of expertise. And the way to fix that is to start talking about and owning the thing that you're really good at in your content, okay? You want it to be obvious when people find your stuff, right? Wherever you're showing on showing up online, you want it to be really obvious what it is that you do because it's something that you are frequently talking about. Number two, information versus transformation. So the big thing that I want you to understand here is the goal of your content online is to shift the thinking of your people. And yes, you can educate them. You can tell them how to do this and and teach them, right? And share the stuff that, um, you know, that you have figured out so that they can do it themselves. But you have to shift your focus. And so that's not the end goal of your content, right? It's not, I just want to teach you this thing. The end. There's some more information. It's, it's part of a bigger transformation, right? And so... Honestly, the biggest thing here is the mental shift of I am I am sharing a transformation. I am sharing transformative content, not informative content um, or even inspirational content, right? We just talked about uh, kind of showing up but dancing around your area of expertise. It's easy to kind of show up and just I'm inspiring you. Um, but you want to really take it a step further and help them transform. Okay, so what does this mean, right? Like, tangibly speaking here, um, how you can shift to create transformational content is to kind of reverse engineer. And so you want to think about what do my people need to know or think or believe before they're ready to work with me, right? What mistakes or misconceptions do they have around maybe the work that you do um, or the approach, right? Like they are trying certain things right now to solve this problem or tension that they're feeling in their life or business. They're trying certain things. You know why that thing isn't working. So talk about it, right? Help them shift their thinking and understand, I know you are trying XYZ because I've been there too, but here's what I need you to understand that this isn't working because XYZ and here's what 
what you need to do instead, right? And see how that's focused on the transformation. You are shifting their thinking because that's the gap. Like that's the bridge between I'm just going to give you information without you really understanding why it's important or how to apply it to your situation versus helping them transform their thinking and have these little shifts. So, you know, knowing that your content is helping them always get a little bit closer and then a little bit closer to working with you or just achieving that transformation that you are on a mission to provide is is what you want to think about with your content. And so you always want to get them one little step closer and it's those mindset shifts that are the most powerful thing. And this applies whether like, you know, you don't have to be a mindset coach or do mindset work to, um, you know, have transformative content. I would argue that um, everyone incorporates mindset to some degree, right? But you don't have to specialize in mindset to create transformative content. Um, This can show up if you are a OBM or virtual assistant or bookkeeper, right? Or if you are providing life coaching, health coaching, business coaching, you know, the whole spectrum. It's, It's helping, again, helping the people in your audience have the thoughts and beliefs and tangible things in place that they need so that they're ready to work with you if and when that day comes. And another thing that's really important to note here is that this helps you attract non-DIYers, right? So if you are putting a lot of information out there, and this is something that I also did a lot in my first year of business, was I was putting putting out a lot of information like, how to do this and how to do that. And I'm going to walk you through and share my screen and share how I did this, which is great. Like, yes, that is helpful. However, that wasn't leading to clients. And there was a part of me that just really enjoys teaching, but that really would have been better suited for like a resource for my clients. Um, And so I want you to make that connection of, yes, you can educate, but maybe you can focus on educating and building, you know, resources together for your existing clients, putting it in a training vault or a resource vault, um, or again, still educating, but shifting on the, the little shifts that they need to make, right? And having that be the focus versus I'm just going to teach you and, and leave you with this information and then peace out. So again, that second mistake is focusing on information versus transformation. And the way that you want to fix this mistake is by focusing on the transformation, which is more specifically having the goal of your content being shifting the thinking, the thoughts that your people are having. All right, so mistake number three is withholding information. And I realize this sounds like, the complete opposite of what I just told you. But here's the thing. When you are showing up in this like mental place of, I want to give value, but I can't give too much away. I can't share too much in my content. Then it really skews with your brain, honestly. Um, I think this comes from a place of maybe hearing the message that you want to um, you know, not not give too much away in your content because you want people to work with you, right? Like you want them to get your framework or formula or whatever it is. Um, part of this is a style thing. So I just personally don't jive with this, the whole style of like, you want to 
tell them the what and the why, but not the how. I'm like, well, you know what? I like to teach the how and I want to do my business my way, right? Um, And so there's just that part of me that that style doesn't jive with me. So take this with a grain of salt, right? But honestly, what I believe that this comes from is this place of I want people to work with me. And so I have to like guard information and not give too much away so that they can work with me. And it it just, it seems like a controlling thing to me. Um, And so the the action step that I want to give you right with this is to free yourself, to share tidbits about this is how I work with clients. Here's an exercise that I do with them or, you know, whatever is coming up for you. And if you catch yourself kind of having that thought, like maybe you have an idea of you're going to go live and you're going to share this thing. And then that thought pops pops up, right? Like, oh, is this too much? Like, am I giving too much away? Why would someone work with me if I'm giving away this information? Ding, ding, ding. Like, there's the thing that you want to pay attention to and shift in that moment um, and really embrace people work with you for the support that you provide. They can Google information. There's information everywhere again, right? And so that's why going back to this last step, that's why I'm really stressing here, like, Yes, it is helpful to give information, but you don't want to leave it at that. You want to take it a step further. And also on the flip side, with withholding information, you don't have to guard it. Um, you can let yourself be free and flow in your content. And the reason why I believe that this impacts um, your content leaning to clients, right, is because when you are stopping yourself, like you have these creative ideas or downloads that come to you, and then you stop yourself. Well, now you are interrupting like this divine download that you just got that might have been something that people needed to hear so that, you know, your next client was like, hey, I needed to hear that. Thank you so much. And now they're going to reach out. So that's where I see it really show up is, well, now you're not just letting yourself flow in this creative process and trusting what you're putting into your content because now you're kind of like cutting cutting it or like short circuiting the process basically and I think those divine downloads that we get for our content and things to talk about are really important to trust Um, there's so many times where I'll release a podcast episode or a post or whatever and have someone reach out and be like man this was so timely like thank you so much for sharing this and so it's important to be able to trust that basically and also just kind of touching on the control piece like I shared where it's like you know, part of this withholding information and mindset around, I'm not, you know, I'll share some, but not too much because I want people to work with me to get the rest of that information. I'm not saying give away your course for free or your entire process and, um, you know, coach people for free. Definitely not what I'm saying, but touching on this control piece, another part of this or way that I see control show up in content creation is trying to control the outcome and so you put all this pressure on yourself to like put out this you know piece of content and what should I say or include or not include in here so that someone works with me and again it's like having this controlling mindset you have to let go of the outcome and you have to just you know trust the process like people say and I say that a lot I I 
you know, I make light of that saying of trusting the process, but I do really love that. And that's something that I remind myself frequently is like, trust the process, trust the divine downloads, trust the thing that's coming to mind. I'm going to share it because I think someone needs to hear it. And that might be getting them one step closer to working with me. So that mistake number three, again, is withholding information. And the way to fix that is to let yourself flow and not withhold you know, something that that comes up for you that you feel led to share in a workshop or a piece of content. And then you have that thought of like, oh, is that giving away too much? Drop that from your vocabulary, okay? There is no such thing as giving away too much information in your content. That is not why people work with you. They work with you for you. All right, moving on to number four. Number four is the trust gap. So this mistake is all about not showing your face, not showing real stories, not showing glimpses of your life. And these things that are just helping people connect with you human to human. This is so important, you guys. Um, When it comes to branding, the whole reason why I'm so passionate about personal branding is that it's personal. Like it is authentic connection. You are connecting with the human being on the other side of the screen and just being real with them and leveling with them and getting to know them, being relatable, um, sharing stories, being vulnerable. And this is something that people are craving. I'm craving, right? Like I, I don't know about you, but it's something that I am just always craving. Like I want the real conversations. I'm like, skip the small stuff, you know, small talk. Let's just jump straight into, um, you know, what is your deepest, darkest secret or, you know, (laughs) like I am all about like the, the the meaty stuff and the good stuff and that's what I want and that is the type of content that draws me in those are the type of mentors that that draw me in are the ones that are showing up in this way where I feel like I can trust them because I'm seeing their face I'm hearing their stories I'm getting these little glimpses into their life and I I like to always share the reminder or disclaimer that you never have to um do it in a way like being real sharing glimpses into your life that doesn't look the same from person to person and so it's important to honor your boundaries if you are like you know what i'm a really private person that is totally fine there is ways that you can share real pieces of your life and stories and lessons learned um, show your face or let people hear your voice while maintaining that privacy and those those boundaries right um, and so just just hear me when I say that that's not going to look the same for everyone and so if you see someone who's really rocking the vulnerability and um, they show a lot of maybe their kiddos online and you're like I don't want to post any pictures of my kid online you don't have to do that right so just know that it's not going to look the same for everyone. Um, But, you know, coming back to this trust gap and bridging the gap, the way that you do that is by allowing others to connect with you, right? And so this might show up for you if you are posting a lot of content that's sharing your expertise, right? So you're not in, you're not in mistake number one, which is avoiding your area of expertise because you're doing that. And you are sharing a lot of like authority building content by um, showing that you know your stuff. But maybe the gap here is this trust gap. And so you're not really, um, you're, you're kind of keeping people at arm's length. And you're not sharing many pictures of you or, you um, you're sharing a lot of 
graphics, right? Like, and it's just a very polished, put together presence, which there's nothing wrong inherently with having like beautiful branding and a beautiful website and graphics and everything. But still there's ways that you can that you can bring in those elements and bring people close, right? And so again, sharing real stories, whether this is um, on Instagram stories or um, live videos or in a piece of content or in a podcast episode, like let them know a little bit about something that you have personally gone through. It's these things that again, um, help people relate to you because we're all human. We're all messy humans behind the scenes. We all have lives and things going on and families and, you know, friends and all that stuff alongside of our business. And so when we are able to relate to someone, it just makes that connection so much stronger. And again, bringing this back to why your content isn't getting you clients, if they don't feel connected to you, they are going to have a hard time trusting you, period, you know? And so that's something that if you can bridge that trust gap by bringing them a little bit closer, letting you, you know, letting them know you a little bit more in a way that honors your boundaries, in a way that doesn't cross lines that you're not comfortable crossing, there is ways to do it. And if you have questions, DM me on Instagram and I am happy to answer any questions that you have or, um, you know, reservations around just, you know, being a little bit more vulnerable and yourself online. Um, Happy to talk that through with you. So this is what I really encourage you to do to build this trust gap is, um, you know, in, in order to fix this mistake is showing your face, showing real stories, maybe doing something like Instagram stories or live videos or something that has that live element because it, because it adds in that piece of, you know, I'm not polished and put together all the time. Like, hey, here I am just candid and real. Like we're, you know, sitting across from each other having coffee or, um, you know, even incorporating something. Like if you currently are creating content and you're not using any video or audio, that creates a disconnect, right? It just, it feels kind of cold and stark because they can't, um, they can't hear your voice. They can't see you in 3D, so to speak, right? Like they have the still images, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't have the same effect. And so that is something uh, super tangible that if you are not incorporating any sort of audio or video into your marketing strategy right now, I strongly encourage you to reconsider that because it is so powerful for building connection, which then leads to sales because people trust you. They feel like um, they can relate to you. They feel like you, they know you a little bit more, and that is going to help them choose you over someone else who does similar stuff to you, okay? So mistake number four, the trust gap, right? And the way that you fix that is bridging the trust gap by um, being real, showing your face, doing, uh, you know, video or audio, sharing real stories and glimpses into your life so that they can connect to you human to human. And lastly, mistake number five is not talking about your offer or the next step nearly enough. Okay. So what I mean by this is you have to tell people what to do in your content. You might've heard this before, but it really is true. Like you have to make it really clear for people and really easy for them to take action on 
the the content that you're giving them. And so invite them. Say like, hey, you've already heard me say this in this podcast episode. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. Here's the next step. Like I'm making it super simple. Here's the roadmap right in front of you. Your next step do this. Boom. Like they don't have to think about it. It just, it makes it so much easier to take action on the information that you're giving them. Um, and so that is something that like you, you definitely want to have clear calls to action and thinking about like, how can I, like, what's the next step, right? Always, what is the next step? Again, thinking about reverse engineering your content. Okay. You want to lead them from content to conversation to, working relationship, right? And so what are those steps and how, how do you get them there? And so in order to do that, you have to talk about your offer, right? Or talk about the next step, which might be DMing you. That might be a free call, a clarity call, discovery call, whatever it is. And also, again, talking about your offer. So making it clear, weaving that into conversation, saying, hey, you know, this is how I support my clients. This is how I work with them. There is ways that you can creatively weave in what you do into your content. It doesn't always have to be a like a very straightforward hey, I have X number of spots available in my program or doors are opening up this day. Like it can be that for sure. Um, But it can also just be woven into what you do. And that is something that I encourage all of my clients to do is just practice actively talking about what they do. And so as they are showing up, giving free trainings and value online, I encourage them to just you know, weave in what they do so that it becomes this natural thing where they're just kind of always talking about like, yes, and I I helped my client with the other day or this is something that I work with my clients through. So it just becomes natural and they are consistently talking about it and their offer and and how people can, you know, take the next step. Um, because it's it's, you know, you have to really talk about it frequently. And I, again, think about the first year of business, you guys, I made I made so many mistakes in my first year of business. Um, I I remember a conversation with my first business coach, and you know I jumped on my weekly coaching call with her, and she was asking me, um, you know, how many times I invited people to jump on a free call with me because I, you know, I'm sure I was, um, you know, just giving her an update and saying like, no, I haven't had any interest on my offer, and so she naturally asked me, well, how many times this past week did you talk about it? And (laughs) I was like, uh, once. (laughs) Yeah, no wonder I had no bites, right? Um, And so it's just, again, I think we can so easily get caught up in our day to day and kind of put our head down and do the things and then look up and realize, oh, snap, I didn't actually take those sales actions. I didn't actually invite anyone into my offer or my free call or talk about what I do. No wonder no one's in my offer. And this is something that, you know, as far as, um, you know, running a business and doing the whole like trial and error, figuring out what's going on, it's always so helpful to, again, take a step back and just get some perspective on your situation and take inventory of, 
what actions have you been taking? There is an element, of course, of like you can do the strategy and follow through and you can't control the outcome. You can't control what other people do. However, you can highly influence it by the actions that you're taking. And so if you find yourself in a place where you're like, man, I'm just, I feel like I'm doing a lot, right? Which is the the topic of this conversation today. I feel like I'm doing a lot. I feel like I'm showing up, but I'm not signing clients. Okay, let's step back. Let's, um, you know, put on a critical thinking cap here and think about, is there something that I feel like I should be doing that I'm avoiding? And maybe it's kind of scary or outside my comfort zone. And so I am making myself feel good and productive and keeping myself busy by doing this stuff over here and churning out a bunch of content um, or doing a lot of busy work. But if I'm honest, I'm not actually talking about my offer um, or maybe I don't believe in my offer. And so even though I talk about it, it's clear that I'm not confident in it because, you know, there's some stuff going on there that I need to dig into. So um, that is mistake number five is not talking about your offer slash the next step nearly enough. And that's something that I want you to, in terms of remedying the situation and fixing this mistake, is talking about it more and just get in the habit of talk about it all the time, right? This is something that I help my clients do. This is exactly why I have this program. And it's just going to become like a natural extension of when you show up and you talk about your, your zone and your area of expertise. It is natural for you to talk about your offer. It doesn't feel like this clunky transition, which again, it's going to feel awkward and clunky in the beginning. It's just part of the process, you guys. Um, and you're going to get a little bit more uh, <laughs> graceful as you move forward. Um, but you do need to start talking about it more frequently. That's really important. And giving them those call to actions, right? Telling them, hey, here's the next step if you want to learn more. Here's the next step if you want to get started. Okay, so I know that I was going to share five tips with you guys, but you know what? I, I thought of another one and I want to share this. So this is going to be a bonus for you. Bonus tip is you're not having enough conversations. And so I really firmly believe as far as, you know, the path or the roadmap to clients, it is equally important to have your content, but also conversations. So think about it in terms of content plus conversations equals clients. Like you need to have both of those things going. And I have definitely shifted my thinking around content throughout the years and just, you know, learning through experience, supporting my clients, seeing what's really helping them see results, move the needle forward. If you have one without the other, Yes, you can still sign clients. I'm not saying that, um, you know, it has to look any certain way or like be a certain ratio. Um, so hear me when I say that this is something that's going to look a little different for everyone, but it's important to think about how you can incorporate both into um, your marketing strategy. So with the focus being on why your content isn't getting you clients, Sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, we are so focused on waiting people, waiting for people to come to us that we're not going to them. And so a really easy fix for this problem of not having enough conversations is start engaging with the people who are engaging with you, right? If you see that the same people are consistently watching your Instagram stories or hopping on your lives, catching the replay, um, liking your posts, commenting on your post, they're not reaching out to you, they're not DMing you, 
but you can DM them. Like there's nothing stopping you from um, starting the conversation and it doesn't have to be a, a big scary thing. It doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, what do I say? Like find a commonality. Um, just say, hey, it's so great to connect with you. I'm glad that you love that post. Um, did that bring up any questions for you? Or hey, I see that you're, uh, you know, that you have this business. That's so cool. When did you get started or what led you to get started? Like, just be a normal human <laughs> and have conversations. How would you strike up conversation with someone at the park? Maybe you see that they've got a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh my gosh, I love the office. Um, you know, and you just, you, you start a conversation based on a commonality, some sort of commonality, whether it's, hey, we're both from the same state or um, we both share this passion. I love that you said that you're super into this. Me too. And you're just, you're starting a conversation. Um, it, it, doesn't have to be complicated and it it doesn't have to be something that you are just sitting and waiting for the conversation to start. You can actively go out. And this is something that I have been more focused on in my business lately and I have been seeing a lot of momentum from adding in a very intentional focus on conversations every day along with my content. And so that's the bonus tip that I want to give you is content plus conversations equals clients. And so have more conversations, right? Just engage with the people that are already in your world. Um, don't put any pressure that that conversation is going to go somewhere. But the more that you have conversations, eventually you're going to experience the compound effect and um, you will see momentum from that, right? You will see results. Um, you will get clients. So I can do a whole other episode on the conversations part um, because there's a lot more to it, but I, I just want to kind of round that out um, and add a little, you know, little bonus cherry on top. So I'm going to recap real quick. Number one, mistake number one, avoiding your area of expertise. Number two, information versus transformation. You want to shift their thinking, not just dump information and run. Number three, withholding information, okay? You can share bits and pieces of what you do with your clients. Your clients work for you, not the information. Number four is the trust gap. You want to build or bridge this trust gap by showing your face, sharing real stories and glimpses into your life so people can have that human-to-human -human connection with you. Number five, talk about your offer more. Share the next step. Make it clear. Here's what I want you to do next. And the bonus tip for you, the cherry on top, is have more conversations. Remember that content plus conversations equals clients. And so that means you do not have to wait around for women to jump into your DMs. Yes, when you are putting compelling stuff out there, you're going to have that happen. But also, you don't always have to wait for them to start the conversation. You can do that yourself as well. Okay, I hope this was so helpful for you. I hope that this highlighted, like I said, the areas where you need to work on in your content and the, the little shifts and tweaks that you need to make in your content strategy and your marketing strategy so that you can see some more conversions. And like I said, if you have questions, send me a DM on Instagram. I will answer. I would love to hear like if anything stood out to you or if you have further questions, like you guys always give me excellent ideas for future podcast episodes. So please, you are never bothering me. I would love to hear your questions or just, um, you know, say like, hey, I would love to hear more about this thing specifically. I am always open to hearing your ideas and suggestions as well. And of course, if you need support, I would love to jump on a free clarity call with you. This is free. 
I have had a couple women um, in my DMs a little confused about that. And so I do want to clarify that my clarity call is a free 30-minute getting to know you call where we will jump on Zoom together and have like a little virtual coffee date. And so I will just ask you more about your business so that I can get to know you, right, as a human and understand where you're at in your business, where you're really needing support, help you get some clarity. I coach on my clarity calls, right? Um, Either way, you're going to get a lot of value and practical like next steps customized to your business where you're at right now. And then of course, if we are a good fit for working together and you want to know more, we will talk about that and and, um, hash out what that could look like. So if you want support, the link is in the show notes as always where you can click on over and book a free clarity call with me. So I hope this was so helpful for you today. I hope that this highlighted where you need to make those shifts and tweaks. And I promise you, if you implement those things, if you do the work, you will see results. You will start to see more momentum so that your content can lead to clients. All right, you guys, I love you. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening today. If you love this podcast episode, there's two things I want to invite you to do right now. Number one, head on over to Instagram and send me a DM at natalie.blankush. I would love to hear any questions that came up and takeaways that you had from this episode. And number two, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review. It means the world to me because I love hearing what you're learning and how the show has impacted you, but it also creates an even bigger ripple effect by helping other women to cover this podcast. All right, that's it for today. I will talk to you on the next episode.